I can't speak for certain on this because I don't have the statistical data. But I have a feeling that the majority of things criminal that happen in the United States happen within probably two minutes. I would be very surprised to hear most such things took very much longer than that. When you start to talk about home burglaries and things of that sort, now you're in the half hour range. But for most things that happen, particularly where two individuals are concerned, if it takes more than two minutes for somebody to pull a gun and blast somebody, for somebody to even rob a store, I would be absolutely astounded to hear it. If you're a police officer, kudos to you if you are, by the way, I'm not trying to talk you down. Uh, I'm sure you're well aware that most of the time you make your way to, say, for example, the scene of a robbery or a shooting or whatever. The shooting or the robbery has long since occurred. And in fact, the person who did the shooting or the robbery is potentially gone. I want to talk today on this idea of police protection on the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Monday, the 28th of February of 2022. Um, welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page, that would be Kurt's Religion and Politics on Facebook, on Kurt's Religion and Politics.locals.com, on my Kurt's Religion and Politics group on Minds.com, on Parlor, on Gab, or wherever else you happen to be seeing me. I want to talk again today about police protection today, and I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes to give you an idea sort of how I feel about this in general. It's important to understand something. Other than folks who are suspected of some sort of breach of law, few people have had any meaningful interactions with law enforcement surrounding things legal or illegal. Now, there are exceptions. There are instances where the police are out and about, and I should have probably noted that. But I'm talking about people who went through things like uh, uh, being shot or or being robbed, or anything like that, typically there aren't police around, and so they don't have anything uh, to do with that. I've had my home broken into multiple times. My car has been rifled while sitting outside my home on several occasions. One time, because I had a neighbor looking out for me, mind you, a home invader managed to make off with a pretty substantial cache of my stuff, only to be caught in the act of transporting it from my house by law enforcement. Most of the time when things like that happen, though, you can probably and uh, you can probably and generally probably should count the things taken, lost and gone, gone for good. Sadly, it will almost always, even in smaller places, littler towns, take longer for police to, re to arrive on the scene than most criminal activities, uh, you know, the span of most criminal activities. The idea of cops protecting people, and I put that in quotes, protecting people, is really rather absurd. For the most part, people use the, term, use the term police protection to talk about people who have or are going to, quote, turn state's evidence, end of quote. It should be recognized this means a criminal who turns on, a fe on fellow malefactors usually for more lenient treatment. This is why lots of folk, fl folks blah, flat out bust a gut when you talk about the police, only the police having arms, only the police having weapons. The reality is, if you're expecting the police to be some sort of shield against the dregs of humanity, 
here to save you from the baddies out there in society. For the most part, you're dreaming. If you want to question my wisdom on this, ask yourself one simple question. Why do people who can afford their own security force of some sort almost invariably have one? If the local constabulary can't even be there for folks of that sort, what on earth makes you believe they'll do so for you? This is also why a bunch of folks support both the Second Amendment and the, of the US, to the U.S. Constitution and things like Castle Doctrine and Stand Your Ground laws. People who've taken the time to think things out very well recognize that they have no chance of bad guys and criminals meeting cops in rough situations to begin with. Even so, or even if they do, though, there's a serious chance innocence will be between them, at least part of the time. I want to be clear in what I'm saying here. Do you think I'm in any way indicating police are intentionally in the situations about which I'm speaking? Not at all. Am I trying to say law enforcement has no purpose? Not doing that either. That said, the concept of police protection for the common man in dangerous circumstances is pretty much a pipe dream. I'm going to say this again. There are exceptions. There are times when police are out patrolling some area and somebody gets robbed or, you know, somebody pulls a gun or whatever and the police are able to actually take care of that individual. I was in a diner locally one time and there was a fellow who came in and there was a flash of silver in his, in his waistband, the worst place to carry a gun. And the cops saw that the silver was there. There were cops sitting in the restaurant and chased him down. Now, the first thing you need to know is he may have had every right to carry. Okay, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't think so. I think it was a gangster thug type who, in this case, at least didn't have a concealed carry permit or anything like that. I know this. They started to stop him. He ran. They ran him down. But m most of the time that I've seen various things happen to people, there were no police around to do anything about it. If it's a riot or a crowd control situation, yeah, okay. If it's a speeding situation or other sort of traffic incident, yeah, yeah, I get it. If it's after the fact when somebody gets uh, their house broken into, uh-huh, yeah, that's, that's something. But when you talk about things from a perspective like you expect the police to be there when a house gets broken into or you expect the police to deal with a armed robbery or, or a shooting, 95% of the time, I would estimate. Now, you can, you know, get, go get the statistics and show me how I'm wrong, and I'm totally willing to hear that. But a lar certainly a large percentage of the time, this I can say without very little work at all, a large percentage of the time, people who are in tough situations with bad people, there are no law enforcement present. In fact, I would go so far as to say anybody who was trying to say, for example, steal my wallet, they're going to work to make sure the absolute minimum of people like law enforcement or, law enforcement or even strong looking people are around. They're not going to do that. They're, they don't, they do their work in alleyways and quiet streets or 
you know, as pickpockets or whatever so that they're not going to get caught. Because the last thing on their mind is to get caught. The same thing applies to somebody who sticks up a gas station or a bank. They're going to get away as a rule. Now, as, a, as banks are, where banks are concerned, they're uh, security cameras and so forth, and maybe they'll get that person. So, and again, this is one of the things that police can do. But my point is to say this. When someone pulls a gun, sticks it in your face, and asks you for, the, for your wallet, the chances that there's going to be anybody else there who's going to be able to help you are next to none. And certainly, if you talk about the police, this is the case. The idea of police protection, I'm not buying it, and if, if, if you have any sense, I don't think you ought to either. That's, it's just not a real thing. Give them the wallet. It isn't worth your life. Now, if you're willing to fight them for it or you have the skills to take them out, okay, got it. Okay, got it. And you can do so particularly legally so that you don't get yourself into all kinds of trouble in the process. I'm not telling you don't do that. You have a concealed carry. They walk up on you and they look like they're going to try and rob you and you pull on them. The only thing I can say is be prepared to shoot. If you're not prepared to shoot, do not unholster your weapon. This is what I would say to you. All of this being true, though, my point is simple. This concept of police protection is a broken idea. There's a reason for the Second Amendment, and it isn't that police are bungling fools. It is that they can only respond so quickly to something going on, and that's if they even can find out. How are they going to find out if your hand's in the air unless somebody else is calling the cops? And even then, it's going to take them a while to get wherever it is that you are. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap this up. This is the Daily Submission from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Curtin. Today is Monday, the 28th of February of 2022. Uh, and I got uh, Tuesday as the 29th of February. No, it should be the 1st of March, right, from everything that I'm aware. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that I got that wrong. I'm pretty sure that it is indeed the Tuesday, the 1st of March, not the 29th of February. That's fine. Uh, every once in a while, I'll do something silly like that. Uh, in any case, I hope you're doing well today. I hope everything is going well for you. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurtz Religion and Politics page. On KurtzReligionandPoliticsLocals.com. On MindsMINDS.com. That would be the Kurtz Religion and Politics group in general. On Parlor, on Gabber, anywhere else you happen to see me. Subject for today has been police uh, uh, protection. Tomorrow we're going to talk about intentional mischaracterization. Something that I think happens a lot more than people want to acknowledge because they want to give people the benefit of the doubt in many instances, and I don't think it really, it's really a thing to do. That all having been said, as I said before, I hope that the day is going well for you and that you're doing well, and hopefully we will see you again on Tuesday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was recorded on Monday, the 28th of February of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. 
I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S dot kpshubert.com that's podcasts.kpshubert.com i think you should be able to find me with relative ease on apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify as well the best way i find to do that is to look for kurt's religion and politics you can try to use the daily summation i find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule but you can always try that i'm glad to have you aboard today and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow